Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back. We have a possible hiccup in the prison plan. Pre-K Pat's on the back, and one of America's most wanted has been captured. My name's Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. After a pair of investment banks backed out of Alabama's plan to have prisons built here, then lease them, at least two of the state's lawmakers are wanting to hit the pause button over the whole deal. Portsal.com's Mike Kaysen. All right, a quick review of the plan. Alabama's prisons are generally old, in awful shape, overcrowded, and understaffed, and are considered a big part of the reason the Justice Department has accused the state's prison system of being so terrible that it's in violation of the U.S. Constitution. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey's administration developed a plan to have developers build three new prisons and then lease them to the state to be used in the place of several old ones. The state would staff and operate the new prisons. Ivy announced in February that she had signed 30-year leases on two of the new prisons, but the financial terms wouldn't be finalized until later, as the development lead, CoreCivic, went after financing. So there was that. And now, two of the underwriters for those two potential prisons, Barclays and KeyBank Capital Markets, have withdrawn from their part of the deal. Ivy released a statement Monday and said the state is fully committed to the project still. But now State Representative Steve Klaus and State Senator Greg Albritton have spoken up in favor of the Alabama legislature to authorize a bond issue for the state to build and own its own prisons. It should be noted that the legislature couldn't get that done back during the Bentley administration. And according to Ivy, that's part of the reason she went this other route. Klaus and Albritton aren't just fringe guys looking to stand out here. They're known names in Montgomery. They're both Republicans like the governor, and they happen to be chairman of the general fund budget committees in their respective houses. Plus, House Speaker Mac McCutcheon said back in February that the House had a backup proposal involving a bond issue in the state owning its own prisons. Quoting Representative Klaus, I commend Governor Ivey for trying to explore options to solve this problem with the prisons, but this process has spun out of control now. I think it's time to bring an end to it. I think she should call the legislature into special session immediately after the session is over with, and let's put a bond issue out there just like we did five years ago in 2016. Pre-K enrollment was down in the state and across the country this academic year for obvious reasons, but Alabama's first-class pre-K program still managed to get a thumbs-up on its performance, reports AL.com's Trisha Powell Crane. The National Institute for Early Education Research puts out an annual report on pre-K programs around the U.S., and the one released this week placed Alabama as one of only six states meeting benchmarks for curriculum standards, teacher training, and class size. Mississippi is another one of those states, by the way. I know somebody was wondering. 
Alabama Governor Kay Ivey has been a proponent of pre-K and has asked lawmakers for $151 million for the program for next year. She says that money would fund 1,452 classrooms and serve 44% of Alabama's four-year-olds. The status of the education budget is still to be determined for this legislative session. Chalk one up for people who will be bothered to call Crime Stoppers on a convicted murderer. Law enforcement had been looking for Maurice Nesbitt since 2017, and he was featured last week on America's Most Wanted. And after an anonymous tip, Nesbitt, who was found guilty of an Atlanta murder, was apprehended Monday morning in Birmingham, Alabama, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. Now, the original crime we're talking about here was a murder of a woman back in 2014. Prosecutors say Nesbitt had been an abusive boyfriend and the woman was trying to get out of their relationship when the woman's mom found her dead in an apartment in southwest Atlanta. Nesbitt was arrested and released on bond. He failed to show for a court appearance in 2016 and was arrested again. Authorities say he was actually out on bond during his trial and on the last day of the trial, he cut off his ankle monitor, hit I-75 and was gone until now. He was booked into the Jefferson County, Alabama jail Monday morning and was being held without bond. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you can on the World Wide Web at AL.com.